Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Well, good afternoon to you and welcome to the DL Link show on 101.9 High FM. This is the show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. So how are you? How have you been? How are you doing? Um, what can one say about the times in which we live? Just that the focus is, as I said last week, is to continue to pray and pray for peace and to try within this very dark time to be a light in the world. Whatever that means for you, you know, I don't know what that means for you. That's certainly what I'm trying. So welcome. And I'm so delighted that you've tuned in. You know, um, our first guest on the show today is such a phenomenal human being. I think that there's so many incredible things about our community. Um, and we just look at what the DR Link does, you know, helping and connecting and holding cancer warriors and their families. And our community is all about that, connecting, holding, helping, supporting, not just within the community, beyond the community, you know, humanity, that's that's what we do. And so we need to just be reminded of how important that is. Um, and our next guest has kind of dedicated her life to doing that as well. And part of her giving and connecting and sharing and holding is a recent book that she's just written. And it is so perfect for so many of you who are listening to this show, who are on a cancer journey, who know someone who is on a cancer journey. There are all these uncomfortable questions. There are all these, you know, what ifs and what's happening and what's it all about and so it's amazing that our following guest who has so much experience in this field has written a book called Cancer, Navigating the Journey, and she is going to be sharing some of those insights with us. So I have Cherry Armstrong on the on the line today. She is uh, an author. She's a nursing sister and also a founder of Celebrate Life Essay. Cherry, welcome. Really lovely having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. It's wonderful to be on the show. So, Cherry, you know, I think before we even start talking about this book, I just think that what you've done is pretty extraordinary. And and I think it's important. We need to be, you know, in a time when you almost are going to contract because things are so stressful and difficult, one needs to be reminded how important it is actually to open up and reach out. So you were born in Kenya. Am I correct? That's right, in Nairobi many years ago. <laughs> and then you came down to South Africa and you live near Peter Maritzburg and you studied nursing. Tell us, tell us a little bit how this journey led you in the direction of becoming a, a palliative nurse um, and, and the, be, becoming the founder of Celebrate Life Essay. Right. So my mum was a nurse um, when we came down from Kenya, and I obviously just, uh, my personality decided to follow in those footsteps. So after training and um, getting my registered nursing diploma, 
quite a few years later, actually, I decided to study palliative care after um, running clinical trials in oncology. And I just had such an interest in palliative care. So I, I studied that and then ran my own palliative care business. And um, yeah, that, that journey has just led from one thing to another, from palliative care. I started uh, looking after patients. I had an anti-stress clinic, so they used to come there. And um, it's just been an ongoing journey and a beautiful journey through life. Mm, Celebrate sounds... life. So yeah. Sorry. Celebrate yeah. Life started with the word Celebrate Life was from my hospice days. Um, and I called my NPO Celebrate Life because every day at hospice um, with your patients, you are celebrating life. And we did an initiative where we climbed Kilimanjaro and Celebrate Life stuck from there. We raised a million for hospice. And I've just used that name as a registered NPO going forward. Mm. So amazing, Chewy. And it just sounds like the road that you've taken while you've been on this path, and as you said, it's taken such interesting turns, it seems to be quite expansive. And what I mean by that is that you didn't just, you know, you're not just the nurse, but you did your palliative care, and then you opened up this clinic to help people with stress. And then, you know, just taking it further and further, as you have with this book, is going beyond um, and, and looking for a way of, um, helping people holistically, um, while they're on the, their different journeys. Um, you, and we'll come back to that, but you, you mentioned your time spent with hospice and I would like to, I would like to spend a little bit of time with this because a lot of people have got a misguided idea of, you know, what hospice is all about. And I love that the Celebrate Life comes from hospice, that that hospice is not just there for end of life, but hospice is there for the journey, for the support, to help. Maybe you can just give your insight, seeing as though you've worked there. Yeah, hospice is the most amazing, beautiful place to be, especially when you are terminal. Um, we tried to highlight that when we climbed um, Killy. We try to highlight that throughout the media to for people to understand that it's not this terrible dark place that you go to to die, which I think has changed a lot over the years. I mean, I'm going back quite a few years now. Um, it's a place of light and love and caring and pain-free and looking out the window at the trees and the birds, and it is a beautiful, beautiful place to leave this earth if you cannot be at home with your loved ones or they can't cope with your terminal illness to go into a hospice is beautiful. Mm. So, Jerry, tell us a little bit about cancer, navigating the journey. Um, yeah, why? What, what made you write the book? You know, this book has been many, many years in the making. I sort of used to pick it up and put it down and pick it up and put it down. But there was such a gap in um, between sort of oncologists and getting diagnosed and then suddenly having to have surgery or being rushed into treatment. And I, back in the day, I used to say we need somebody in between that perhaps the patients and the loved ones can speak to to try and sort of make sense of this journey because it's a, it's a, such a shock when it happens. And um, 
there was such a gap that that's when I started writing this book so that people can pick it up. So it's not, it's not medical per se. It is literally from the time you are diagnosed, the journey that you're going to go on, the questions you can ask. And it's just a lot of practical advice for the patient and the loved ones. Mm. You, um, you've worked, as you said, you've worked in hospice, you've worked as a palliative nurse, you know, firsthand and, and in the book, you have people's stories in the book as well. That gap, um, prior to you writing that book, um, would you say that that was something that you were trying to fill, Cherry? And, and if it was in, in, you know, in what way? How how does one help a person navigate? As you've said in some of the stories that you share in the book, you know, that shock after that diagnosis, like this is this is it. And you know, we interview cancer warriors all the time and that initial shock. How did you, working so closely with people, navigate that space? Yeah, um, as I said, it was such an empty space for so long and I think just to be able to have somebody on the other side being able to answer your questions, um, listen to your fears, be able to answer your fears. And, you know, I think I highlight a lot about choices in my book, that there are mm. choices and you don't have to rush off within a day and do anything. You can just breathe and sit back and and make sense of it all. And as I say also in the book, the biggest thing is to ask every single question that comes to your mind, write it down and ask your treating doctor. Mm, yeah. Chu, we're going to take a quick break, an ad break. We're going to be back. Please stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So just remember that that's coming up on the 19th of November and you know how fast time flies. So if you're still undecided, make up your mind quickly. And there's a whole team that have joined um, Team um, DL Link. They're practicing, they're getting ready um, for this extraordinary day. Of course, you, when you join Team Deer Link, um, you are going to be a part of something extraordinary, right, riding with the name of a cancer warrior on your back. And just a really life-changing experience. So just be in touch with the DL link um, and go to their website and you can sign up there. I have Cherry Armstrong, who is a nursing sister and author and founder of Celebrate Life SA on the show today. Um, Cherry's just written a book, Cancer, Navigating the Journey. And it says, this guide is written with love and care by a palliative nursing sister to help ease the journey for patients and their loved ones. Be patient, be kind to yourself, and most of all, and I love this, just breathe. But I think I, I need to just share what some people have said about this book because I think that there are many of you who are listening right now who perhaps you've just had um, you know, a diagnosis or maybe you're into your treatment and you're feeling lost and alone or you're very confused or you're extremely overwhelmed and we know that the DL link is this incredible support for you and how wonderful to have this book as well. Um, so um, Professor Johan Petros Jordan, who's an oncologist, says, a much needed book that provides easy to understand information, support and the coping tools patients and their loved ones need 
when dealing with a cancer diagnosis. And another doctor, um, Dr. Olivia, says there are very few books available for cancer sufferers and their families and friends. And with Cherry Armstrong's experience, she has made an invaluable contribution by writing this book. Insights will be gained by both patient, carers, family and friends. So Cherry, you decided there was this gap um, and that it needed to be filled and questions needed to be answered. So it's, it's quite, it's, it's quite extensive. I mean, you, it's, and, and comprehensive. I mean, you, you cover a lot in this book. So you cover the emotional side, you cover the questions, you look at diet and nutrition and recipes. Um, when someone has cancer, what to ask. I mean, what to say, um, you know, all of these things. How did you map it out? I mean, you said that you went to it and then you walked away from it and you returned and you walked away. But at the end of the day, how did you know what to, yeah, what to put in to, to fill that much needed gap? I think that um, that was always in my head. I knew what needed to be said and I knew what needed to be shared. And it was just mm. about trying to put it down in um, in sort of a comprehensive form that was easy to understand, not too medical, as I say, um, and just a practical, practical guide to the journey. And that, yeah, that took, I guess, every patient I saw taught me something new to be able to contribute to the advice I can give out there. Mm. And what I love about it is um, you approach it, you know, as the person who's diagnosed knows very little about cancer and the different kinds of cancer. And, and that's so, um, it, it's so important because when someone is diagnosed, they enter a world that they weren't a part of before. And it is, it's a whole new world. Um, I mean, I know when I first started with this, you know, uh, hosting this show, I knew very little um, because it wasn't part of my world. Um, and so to go back to basics and to explain to everyone, I think is there's so much value in that um, because we're expected to know so much. The stories, the personal stories that you've put in, so it's Sheila's story and Jenny's story and Yolanda's story, Heidi's uh, journey. How did you know? What 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 was the point of, of, of putting? Why, why did you want to have these stories in this book? I think everybody's story is so personal and so different. How people react, how they go about this, you know, some people perhaps suddenly stop working, other people continue working, attitudes are different, and obviously the cancers are different, so the treatments are different. And so it was just putting a couple of stories together just sharing their journey. I mean, there's some tragic ones, um, but they all give a different message, I think, in the greater scheme of things. Yeah. And, um, and so beautifully told, I must say, Cherry. And, um, and there's the section on, you know, I'm always drawn to a section when there's food and recipes. It's, I can't help it. It's me. So I was so curious as to the recipes that you put in there. And why these particular recipes? Perhaps you can share with us, because people who are looking at a book, Cancer, Navigating the Journey, you know, looking at the different kinds of cancers and treatments and your medical aid and the conversations you have and the stories. But then you put in, yeah, you put in recipes and food. Tell us a little bit more about that and why it's important. 
Yeah, I didn't want to go hugely in depth with with nutrition and diet um, because there is so much written about it. But I have two two main points. My my two avoidance um, things with nutrition when you are diagnosed is is have an alkaline diet and um, and oh sorry, have an alkaline diet and no sugar, but the recipes that I've put in there, when you are on treatment, you, your taste changes, your appetite changes, you get metallic tastes in your mouth from chemo, and you go off so many foodstuffs, but you still try, you still need to try and eat in a very nutritious way. So like the bone broth is just full of every bit of goodness, but it's, but it's, you don't have to chew it and, and the green juice and that. So those sort of healthy things that are really easy to swallow, easy to give to patients, easy to make, um, and attractive. Uh, the other thing is serving sort of small helpings of food that are attractive. But everything changes with, with diet and how you feel about eating when you are on treatment. So I just try to give a little bit of advice on getting something really nutritious into your body. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that again, I'm going to say it's your experience. You know, you know what happens and then you know what food is, is good. It's all here. It's just amazing. You also talk about complementary therapies, um, which I, I really appreciate that you've put the, this in as well because it all works together. Um, and in fact, after you, I'm going to be chatting to someone about essential oils. And you talk about aromatherapy massage in your book, and you talk about the benefits of the oils. In your experience, Cherry, because just now I'm going to be chatting and, 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 you know, we're going to be talking about this. Lee will be joining us. So in your experience, how are these oils used and with aromatherapy in terms of someone who's on this cancer journey? Yeah, so I'm sure you're lovely next guest will tell you aromatherapy oils need to be mixed correctly in in the appropriate proportions and there are certain ones that you can't use when people are on chemo or if they have certain diseases but to be able to use something like a chamomile or lavender mixed into your almond oil or avocado oil or whatever you use just to massage so one of my biggest things with cancer patients is touch you 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 must touch. You must just hold their hand or rub their hands or rub their feet or give them a little back massage, nothing too hectic. And aromatherapy just forms such a beautiful part of that so that they're feeling loved, they're feeling warm, they're smelling wonderful, um, and it's it's affecting all their senses. So I'm I'm very I'm a great believer in that as a as a healing tool and a calming tool for patients. And you, you as a as a palliative care nurse, um, that was probably what you, what you're saying. It was a go to for you. I mean, I'm looking in the book how you say lavender and chamomile you would use for nausea, and neroli and bergamot for lymphedema, uh, lymphedema, and for itching and constipation and cystitis and all these different ailments. You would use particular oils for that, and you use that in in your treatment. I mean, in your care. Yes, it's funny. I actually, my one final paper at hospice, I actually wrote about, um, complementary therapies and, and lots about aromatherapy. I think I did quite well in that exam, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Amazing. You know, I, I just love to have an open mind and to, you know, that's why we talk about them being as, you know, complementary treatments because they're supportive. Um, and, and I love to bring it all in when we're discussing this, this, you know, this journey that many people are on this cancer. And, and as you say, cancer navigating the journey. Um, Cherry, for people who want to get their hands on this book because they, they, they want that gap filled for themselves, where, where can they get the book? All right. The, at the moment, I mean, it's on most platforms. Um, it's in Kindle form on Amazon, but it's available on Take a Lot and on Loot. It's in most exclusive book stores, exclusive books, bookstores, um, in Wordsworth and on, I think on my personal Facebook, I've got all the links, but I'm also sure that Quivertree can probably give the links to be handed out, perhaps. Okay. Well, you know, we'll just tell people, I mean, you know, going to the good old bookstores, if they're in the good bookstores, it's always a wonderful way to go. Yes. Yeah. I know um, they are everywhere in Cape Town, even in the smaller bookstores. Fantastic, Cherry. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna repeat this for those people who, who are interested in getting the book, Cancer, Navigating the Journey. Cherry Armstrong, really amazing. Judy Sanderson says, a moving and invaluable resource that fills a gap when people are most in need. Cherry Armstrong's wide experience in nursing and palliative care has given her extraordinary insight into the daily questions and worries that patients and their close family and friends grapple with as they travel this path. So thank you for writing this book, Cherry. Thank you so much for writing this book. And before I say goodbye, you know, I, I started off the show saying that you're so inspiring because you do so many things and it's always giving. I mean, we didn't even mention, you know, how you went into areas where just beyond where rhinos are being poached and you thought you know what let me rather educate the women in the area let them we'll put in ovens and they can start to bake and make bread and then they'll have food and then and the, every situation will improve and it's so inspiring really really it is so the question i have cherry before i say goodbye is now that the book is written and you continue to do amazing things what is next on the horizon Gosh, Nikki, that's a difficult one. I, I know I'm going to be doing another fundraising initiative for Celebrate Life, which we do a lot of. Like we paddled around Mauritius last year, 175 Ks. We've gone across Lake Malawi. We've climbed lots of mountains. Um, next might be paddling down the Okavango to raise funds for Celebrate Life uh, with oh. the hippos and the crocs. Wow. <laughs> Just come back, please. Oh, Safe well, and sound. Your work is, is so valuable and you're amazing, Cherry. Your energy and your drive and, yeah, constantly, constantly creating stuff to help others is so inspiring. So thank you for joining us on the show. It's really been great having you. Thank, thank you. you so much, Nikki. It's been lovely chatting. Take care, Cherry. Bye-bye. Cherry Armstrong, who is founder of Celebrate Life SA. Um, raising funds um, and that money going to hospice um, and a nursing sister and an author. So this book, guys, this is the book. It does fill the gap. Everything is here. And it goes from very practical advice to pretty insightful stuff, you know, talking about 
all those uncomfortable, difficult questions that need to be answered. It really is a process of navigating. And there are stories shared, some which are beautiful and some which are still beautiful but are sad. Um, and that is that is life and that is the journey. So Cancer Navigating the Journey, Cherry Armstrong, hugely inspiring, amazing woman. I love coming across people who just continue to grow and expand kind of larger than life. I do find it so inspiring. Mm-hmm.